Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. Reminding you, you can email the show and should jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Whatever you want. We'll talk about running for office a little bit this hour. The airstrikes in Iran. Many, many, many things. Let's first talk about DEI first. Communism. Marxism, the death of everything. Remember, diversity, equity, and inclusion is the death of everything. Everything around you will die. Now, I need to explain the motivation behind this. Why do these people want to destroy everything? Well, what it comes down to is communism, you know, it's a religion of destruction and domination. Who are the people who are so bitter they would sign up for this, this religion? 
Well, there are people who look at the world and they think the world and everything in it is bad because everyone doesn't have everything. And normally it's about them. Remember, most people, myself included, we're selfish. We're selfish human beings who care about ourselves first. What they're really, what they're genuinely mad about is that anyone did anything that they couldn't or didn't do. Here's a, here's a great example of this. You know what the Sistine Chapel is, right? I'm sure, I'm sure you probably haven't been there. I certainly haven't been there, even though I'm half European. I've, what, Chris? I've never been there. Obviously, I do want to see it, but it is supposed to be amazing. As you can, as you can imagine, I geek out on history. The two times I've gone to Europe, that's all I do is history. It's all the boys want to do. I want to go see forts and castles and, and, and things like that. And you walk in these old cathedrals. We were just in Cologne, Germany and not Cologne, Koblenz, Koblenz, Germany. Where the heck were we? We were in one of those. No, it's Cologne. We were in Cologne, Germany and they had, they have a cathedral there. It's something like 600 years old. And you walk in and I'm not even an art guy. You know, as you know, I'm not exactly artsy. It's jaw dropping. The sculptures and the paintings and, and the time people have spent designing and creating. It's amazing to watch. But I walk in a place like that. You would walk in a place like that and you would probably be in awe and appreciative. You would probably say things to yourself like, my gosh, what person, what people who did this? This is incredible. Wow, look at that. That's amazing. That's, that's how you would look at it. That's how I look at it. You want to hear how the communist sees it? Here's Professor Robin D'Angelo. You may be surprised that the single image I use to capture the concept of white supremacy is is um, Michelangelo Sistine Chapel, God creating man. You know, where, where God is in a cloud and there's all these angels and he's reaching out and he's touching, I don't know who that is, David or something. <laughs> and God <laughs> is white and David's white and the angels are white like that. That is the perfect convergence of white supremacy, patriarchy. That's how the communist thinks. They can gaze at such beauty, at something that took so much skill. Look, I can't do finger painting, so it's all beyond me. But even if you're an artist, you appreciate Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel, but not the communist. The more beautiful... The more wonderful something is, the more the communist wants to destroy it. That's There can be no accomplishment. There can be no wealth. There can be no beauty. There can be no talent. Otherwise, it's unfair. That's how the communist looks at everything. Here's a story out of San Francisco. We actually played a little something from one of the teachers. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Remember the woke kindergarten thing in the Bay Area? The Bay Area School District, they spent $250,000 on a woke kindergarten program. Surprise, surprise, test scores free fail after they did this. But here's what people miss. They'll read a headline like this and they'll think, oh, the communists screwed it up again. Oh, the communists messed this up. No, they didn't. Stop assigning naivete to the communist. They didn't screw up anything. 
They hate the kids. They hate education. They hate intelligence. For these people, oh, you have the teacher? Oh, yeah, play. This is one of the teachers. Now, I want you to listen to this, and I want you to really, with, with an honest ear, listen to this person. This is one of the woke kindergarten ladies. In fact, I believe it's the head of the woke kindergarten thing, if I remember right. Do you think she embarked on this woke kindergarten journey to build anything, or do you think she did this to destroy? And I am 100%. Ten toes down, anti-Israel. I believe Israel has no right to exist. I believe the United States has no right to exist. I believe every settler colony who has committed genocide against native peoples, against indigenous people, has no right to exist. Oh, test scores dropped. Man, they really screwed up. They didn't screw up anything. She was never worried about test scores. In fact, Chris just informed me that is the founder of the woke kindergarten thing. These people are all just destroyers. Whatever lies they tell you, they're always just about destruction. AOC talking about illegals. Talking about how it wouldn't secure the border, the border deal. What makes you say that it wouldn't actually do anything to fix the situation? That's because we need to pass the documentation of citizenship in order to prevent this pile on at the border. We do have. Jesse, is AOC naive? You talk about giving citizenship. All that does is encourage more of them, which will destroy us faster. She's not naive. The naive person is the one who thinks she's naive. AOC knows why she wants the things she wants. She has a purpose. The destruction of everything. All right, let's talk about running for office. Oh, tall and wise one. I've decided I can do a better job than most generic Republican politicians who love to sell us out at any opportunity. I, I, like, I have a decent knowledge on the issues. Um, I definitely have zero knowledge on how to start something like a campaign. Guy wants to run for office. Is it something as simple as needing to meet people? Is the average Texas state senator bought? I have no knowledge on how the cake is baked. Ideally, I'd target a federal House seat or state Senate seat, so on and so forth in a few years. Okay, so I only read this because, well, one, I appreciate somebody getting involved. Remember, what we need is you. Don't don't look around. Don't look behind you. You, specifically. We need you to be involved. You are the one who knows. You are the one who understands the issues. You are the one who understands the problems. You probably lack the confidence in that, but it's true. I'm not saying that to be nice to you. You know I'm not a nice person. I'm a terrible person. I have no interest in being nice to you. You know the issues better than our representatives. You know the danger we face better than our representatives. You know how to chart an anti-communist path forward better than our representatives. The losers we have on city councils and state houses and state senates and Congress and and the United States Senate they are the people who don't have any idea what needs to be done and lack the courage to do so. The average American who sits and consumes the news knows more than the people in office. You know who knows a ton about this country, about the issues, foreign policy, the border, taxes, spending? You know who knows a ton of it? ton of it. Truckers. Blue-collar workers. Why? Truckers sit in a truck all day long consuming information. Blue-collar workers, we had an AC guy 
actually in the studio today. I don't want to. I probably could, but I didn't ask him to give out his name, so I will not. But he was in here fixing this busted AC we have here in the studio today. He's a fan of the show. What's this dude do all day? Works with his hands. Works on ACs. And the show's in his ear all day long. Listening to podcasts on the way to work. Listening while you're fixing an AC. The the AC guy who came in and fixed it may look like just a blue-collar dude, probably with a pack of smokes in his pocket. He knows more about the issues than my state senator. I guarantee he does. This is a human being who spends his day informing himself. You have probably sold yourself short whenever you hear me talk about running for office. You're what we need. What we don't need are the losers who are currently in. What we do need is the good people like you digging in and getting involved. And no, it doesn't have to be the United States Senate or some lofty, fancy position like that. Get on your freaking HOA, school board, community, neighborhood. Okay, so where do we begin? How do we begin? I'll tell you what. I'll give you a little bit. I haven't done this in a while of my background on running for office next. Maybe it'll help you. Maybe it won't, but I'll give it to you. Now, speaking of where do you begin, where where do you begin in an economy when credit card debt's through the roof, everyone's savings is pretty much empty? How do you begin planning for retirement? How do you ever even hope to do that one day? Well, listen, I'm not some investment expert, and I would never pretend to be. But what I do know is we have to purchase things politicians can't destroy. Hard assets, real estate. How will I ever retire one day? Why don't you get a hold of the boys at Done For You Real Estate and find out? Done For You Real Estate, what do they do? They're going to find you the best properties in the top markets in the country. They're going to vet them for you. They'll secure the financing. They'll get it insured. They'll manage the closing, which can be a pain, the rental process. They do it all. What do you do? You sit back and you go from having a rental property to having three, to having eight, to retiring with 10. Go find out how normal people can do this. This is for normal people, not the millionaire investor up the road. Doneforyoujesse.com. Doneforyoujesse.com. Go now. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. About to talk about running for office. For those of you who may consider it, Chris is complaining that it took him two and a half minutes to get to that part of the Pink Floyd song. Look, Pink Floyd suffered from the same thing so many of these legendary bands suffer from. Chris, drugs. That's exactly right. It's drugs. It's drugs. Pink Floyd, when Pink Floyd's at their best, they were as good as any band who's ever been. I love me some Pink Floyd. But again, I didn't need you to go on a three-minute acid trip before you actually started singing the song. You could have just condensed the song into three or four minutes long but you do drugs and so you're weird and now we all have to suffer floyd just just wanted you to know now running for office how do you run what do you do i am not the world's expert on running for office i've just done it a couple times all right so i'm going to tell you my experience with it i have heard from enough of you who have or are currently doing it This sounds similar to yours. First, you need to go down and start meeting people. 
Now, when I say meeting people, I'm actually not doing my put yourself in social situations thing. I mean, you need to get to know the local party, the local GOP. And I just have to be honest with you. Be prepared to be disappointed. If you've never been involved in politics at all, you probably have a loftier view of the local GOP, city GOP, county GOP, state GOP than you should have. When you walk in, it is not going to be a fancy multi-million dollar operation with uh, brand new office equipment and some of the sharpest professional minds in politics. I am not in any way insulting the people who put in work at the local GOP. They're people who care enough to get involved. But what you've, the only thing I've ever seen in local GOPs, county GOPs, is an older kind of rundown office with three or four 80-year-olds working in there. Credit to them for giving a crap, but there's not a ton of energy. So understand that you're going to have to do a lot of the thinking yourself. The reason you go down to the local GOP is this. Your precinct, you live in a precinct. They have meetings. I guarantee they do. You go to the local GOP just for some information. Find out when the next several GOP meetings are happening. When's the precinct meeting happening? When's the county GOP meeting happening? Why are you going to these events? You're going to these events because there will be people at these events who have run for office, are running for office, people who help people who run for office. And maybe that's you. There are a bunch of people behind the scenes. They don't want to be the guy or they don't want to be the girl. They want to be the man behind the man. And you need those people too. Those are critical people. That's where you will find them. There will be an opportunity at one or probably every one of these local meetings to get up and speak. Once you've chosen the office you intend to run for, all the information on running, your filing stuff, all that stuff should be on the Secretary of State's website in your state. So the forms and things will be there. But anyway, back to the meeting. This is the part that's probably making your heart beat faster as I talk about it. You'll get over it. Trust me, you will. You need to start giving speeches. When they give an opportunity for local candidates to speak at these meetings, get up and tell them why you're running two minutes, one minute, two minutes. No, don't sit and memorize some 30-minute speech. No one wants to listen to that crap. One or two minutes. Get up and just tell them who you are, what you're running for, why you're running in a minute or two. Hey, I'm Jesse Kelly. I am running for this school board seat. I live right here in Houston, Texas, and I'm running for the school board seat because I'm tired of all the commie filth in our schools. I intend to organize a for real campaign and win this seat. Anyone who wants to help me or has some advice I'll be over by the stale donuts and coffee after the meeting. Please come up and talk to me, but I'm in this race to win it. Boom. I just did your speech for you on the fly. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. You've sent up the bat signal to the other people in your area that you're someone who's running. You want to get involved. They now see you as someone they need to talk to, want to talk to. I 
I also, I need to say, I tend to be very comfortable speaking in front of people, especially now having done it for having run for office twice. I did it so much that it's just not, it's nothing that makes my heart beat faster. Doing, doing the radio show for the whole country doesn't make my heart beat faster. I just enjoy it. I understand that my life experience is different than yours. Everyone's is different. Mine's not any better. It's just different. So giving those speeches might be making your palms sweat right now. It only gets easier. Every single time you give one, it will be easier than the time before that. And your speech will get better than the time before that. And your first speech is going to suck. It will, because you've never done it before. You will be nervous. You'll mess up a word. Then you'll be self-conscious about that. Don't worry about it. Nobody judged you for that. They'll know you're new. You'll get better and better as you go along. So that's step one. Let's discuss the rest of it briefly, and then we'll get to these Iran strikes next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday night. Don't forget, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to get to these Iran airstrikes. What a shock. It didn't work out before. I'm going to keep... I'm going to finish this up real quick. Someone was asking about running for office, and I was just talking about getting down to your local GOP meeting and and things like that. Now, there are a couple things I want to caution you about when it comes to running for office. Whatever office it is, school board, city council, state house, state senate, maybe these state legislature seats are super important too. Don't ignore those. But there are a couple things I want to caution you about. One, money. You are going to need to raise it. You are going to need to get comfortable standing in front of a group of people and asking for it. That's as difficult as giving a speech for many people. That's the part I despised. I hate asking people for the money, for money. The Kelly, Kelly's don't really ask people for things. We uh, will keep things closed up to an unhealthy level. It's just part of who we are, but you've got to learn to ask people for money. When you get money, be careful, very, very careful of how many people you find yourself paying. There are a bunch of people in the political world who whose main job it is is to blood suck money out of various political campaigns. I'm not saying don't pay anyone. You will probably come across someone you need to pay. You're probably going to have to pay a campaign manager. You might have to pay a fundraiser. Like There, there are some necessities, but... Be careful how many people dip their hands in the till. We famously ran a very lean campaign, did not have very many hires. Almost everyone was volunteers. That's one thing. Now, this second part, it's going to be my final warning, and I'm very worried about telling you this because I'm worried it's going to scare you from running, and we need you to run. Remember, you, not your neighbor, not the person behind you right now, you need to run. You need to be prepared for family and or friends to maybe make it harder on you rather than easier on you. And I need, I need to explain why. When you start running for office, you make enemies. That's good. What's that famous Winston Churchill line? You say you have enemies, good. That means you've stood for something in your life. 
So it's good that I have enemies. If you're one of these, I get along with everyone. Yeah, it's because you stand for nothing. You're going to make enemies. The people in your life will oftentimes unwittingly pile stress onto you because you've made enemies and they're worried about it. Here's an example. This wasn't my family. My whole family's like me. They never cared about any of that stuff at all. But people close to me in the campaign, close, close friends who worked hard, people who worked on the campaign, if there was something that went wrong, they were the phone call I would oftentimes ignore. Why? Because I don't freak out. I don't panic. It's just not in my nature. I'm very even when it comes to things like that. I'm not a high-strung human being. If you hide behind the door and yell at me, I'm not going to jump and scare my and spill my coffee. It's, I'm just a very even human being. So when there was a controversy in the campaign, I would be trying to calm everyone down and people close to me would be trying to freak out. No, it's the end of the world. Oh, my gosh. No, it's not the end of the world. It is. We have to have her. We're going to. Don't let the people in your life, in your campaign, don't let them add to your stress. Have a hard talk with them the first time they do it that it needs to stop. All right? It, just prepare yourself for that. All right. Now, you remember what we were talking about when it came to a response to Iran. A response to Iran. What it should be versus what it was going to be. For those who missed it, just a quick recap. Iran has been attacking us repeatedly in various places in the Middle East. They give money and weapons to their proxies. Their proxies launch missiles and things like that at us. Most recently, famously, they killed three reservists from the state of Georgia. Again, rest in peace, warriors. God rest their souls. The Biden administration then announced that they're, they're going to respond. And then they said, well, we're going to respond soon. It's going to be really soon. Probably this weekend. And then they said, then they said, and there's not even just going to be one response. It's going to be a lot of responses, several responses. And you know, I came on the radio and I said, that's the worst thing possible. What they're doing is they're warning Iran to get all their people out because they want to act like they're responding without actually responding. They just want the whole thing to go away. So they don't want to respond. They just, they're just worried about a big hot war breaking out. People needed to die in those responses. A lot of people needed to die. Iranians, people responsible for the death of our troops in Iran, needed to die. You've chosen to be our enemy combatant. We have to fight now. That's how it should have worked. Some people disagreed with that. Many, many people disagreed with that. Uh, I even have people who have emailed the show saying they disagree. Well, this this is one guy right here. Where is it? Uh, oh, shoot. I threw it up. Hold on a second. This is what this guy said. Jesse, I think you're wrong thinking we need to have kills from the airstrikes. I absolutely want them to die, but I also know the value of destroying radar sites, weapons depots, and so on. And he was being nice. He was not insulting at all. Well, here's a headline from today. Despite U.S. airstrikes, Iran continues to arm its proxies. Listen, 
Obviously, there's value in destroying weapons depots and radar sites. But there are things that are more valuable than tangible things being destroyed, especially in combat. What are those things? Having your enemy afraid of you is really, really important. It is. And we don't like to discuss things in those terms because it sounds so harsh or old-fashioned or barbaric or violent. It's not that at all. When you're an Iranian general in Iran's leadership and you're sitting there trying to come up with a plan to kill more American troops... You want to attack them in the Red Sea. You want to shoot missiles at them in Jordan. You want to do all these things. You're not going to, in the back of your mind, sit and stress that in response to these things, you might have a radar site destroyed somewhere. You just use your oil money and build a brand new radar site. You know what you stress about if you're an Iranian general? Sending us, us sending a sword missile into your car to kill you the way we did Soleimani. Remember, that's what we sent in there. It was one of those missiles that have swords that pop out at the end, not a high explosive missile where it hits and it's to reduce collateral damage. You die in several pieces, but the, a bunch of people around you don't die. We assassinated an Iranian general. Donald Trump did that. He gets credit for it. Gave the approval for assassinating an Iranian general. Iran has been freaking out about that ever since. Why? Because it told Iranian leadership, you personally might die if you hurt our troops. That's what the enemy genuinely fears. Yes, He's mad if you blow up his weapons depot. He's mad if you blow up his radar site. But you know what he's not? He's not afraid. It's important to send a message. And that message only comes with loss of life. And it's important to put it out publicly too. It's important when they kill three of our troops. It's important to go kill 300 of theirs. And then give a press conference and say, we killed 300 of their troops because they killed three of ours. If they attack us again, we'll escalate even worse. So Iran, watch yourself. That's how life has to work. We don't like that. It gets people uncomfortable, but it's true. Another thing that gets people really uncomfortable is talking about the future of the dollar. Saudi Arabia, did you see? I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I want to move on to other things, but Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, they're going to join BRICS, that alternate dollar. Saudi Arabia is a major country. Now we have countries like China, India, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, major economies trying to get away from the dollar. Are you making preparations for a world to move off the dollar? You should be buying gold or silver. You should be. Oxford Gold Group is how you can do that. They can also get it in your retirement. Gold or silver should be part of everybody's retirement right now. That's just basic protection. Call Oxford and let them help you. 833 
995 gold. You might qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals right now, by the way. OxfordGoldGroup.com slash free or 833-995-GOLD. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. I still I can't stop smiling about this whole thing. You remember me from yesterday, day before, whatever it was. Senator Lankford has to have his career destroyed. I will do everything in my power to ensure that his political career is over. It's important that Senator Lankford have his entire professional life destroyed. And then Lankford gets on the Senate floor today and lies about how I met him four weeks ago, but talks about me. Some of them may have policy differences. Some of them have been very clear with me. They have political differences with the bill. They say it's the wrong time to solve the problem or let the presidential election solve this problem. In fact, I had a popular commentator four weeks ago that I talked to that told me flat out, before they knew any of the contents of the bill, any of the content, none, nothing was out at that point, that told me flat out, if you try to move a bill that solves the border crisis during this presidential year, I will do whatever I can to destroy you. <laughs> Obviously, he took some liberties with the details there, but yeah, that was me. All right, now we have to dig into something controversial before we get to... This latest and worst out of the National Science Foundation. Hey, Jesse, I know you brag about your white trash cheese, which I also enjoy. About a year ago, I started putting gorgonzola cheese on my pizzas, and now I'm hooked. If you've never tried this, give it a shot. To be clear, this does not replace mozzarella. This is in addition to. And he says, I can say his name. His name is Josh. Okay. I know that this is going to be unpopular, but have you ever heard of the mellow mushroom? Hey, Chris, will you look that up and see if they're still around? Michael has. Okay, Michael has. It was a pizza chain up in, I know it was up in the Dallas area when I lived up in the Dallas area, but I think it's national. I think they're really big. I think, Michael, is it big? Is it national? They have one in New Orleans? Okay, so it's clearly multi-state, the mellow mushroom. It doesn't matter if you have one. It doesn't matter. Whatever. For the longest time, they are all over, Chris. Okay, it is national. The mellow mushroom was national. Now, sorry to build this up, but I'm about to burst your your bubble. The pizza I'm about to describe, they discontinued it back when I went there. Although, Chris, I want you to look at the menu and make sure they did. They had a pizza on the mellow mushroom menu. I know this is going to sound revolting. Just trust me. It was called the Bayou or something, the the Bayou, the Cajun. It was something to do. They let you know this is a Cajun type of pizza. It had shrimp and andouille sausage as the meats on the top. But the sauce, instead of a pizza sauce, it was a liquefied blue cheese sauce. Shut up, Chris. It's not that bad. I know you're probably doing what Chris just did, which is wince and dry heave, which is really immature. I'm telling you, it's so good. I am going to make figure out how to make one of these pizzas one day. Figure out how to... For, what, Chris? What? 
Why do you have to bring this up all the time? Chris just asked when's the last time I used a pizza oven. Uh, wife and kids got me one of those wood pellet pizza ovens because I've always wanted to make homemade pizzas. We got it for the house, Chris, and we've used it twice for your information. And for your information, we've used it twice, not because we prefer to go out to something nice like Little Caesars or whatnot. We used it twice because we burn every pizza we put in there. And everyone yells at you and says, you just have to be faster. You don't understand. I slide the pizza in. I close the lid. I open up the lid five seconds later, and the pizza's black. Oh, but you can put it in right up. There's no happy medium. So, no, Chris, I haven't been making pizzas at home. Either way, it was amazing. It was amazing. A blue cheese sauce instead of a pizza sauce. I know I'm going to get hate for it. Totally worth it. Amazing. I might go home and make one tonight. Okay, what, Chris? And I'll probably nail it this time. And then when I'm done, I'll probably say, oh, my gosh, I'm so full. I got to go lay down in my flannel sheets for my pillow, which are made in America, because it makes me feel better once I have a belly full of delicious pizza. You know, flannel sheets are the greatest thing ever. My pillow 2.0, which has the temperature regulating thread combined with the flannel sheets, the best night's sleep of your life. Now, if you want to get fancy, it happens to be my pillow's New Year's sale right now. Mattresses and mattress toppers also on sale. All this stuff is on sale. All made in America with free shipping. Imagine laying your head down on a MyPillow 2.0 that's covered in MyPillow flannel sheets as you sink into a MyPillow mattress topper. Now that's a good night's sleep with a belly full of blue cheese pizza. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. JESSE, I've been hearing noise about the possibility of the DNC brushing President Biden aside at the 11th hour and ushering in Michelle Obama as the nominee. I've also seen a recent interview for highlighting her high political but sublime aspirations. Of course, she would she would be talk like that. What do you think President Trump needs to do to secure that she doesn't win? I'm concerned about her use her her youth and the previous appeal of Barack and general forgetfulness of the general population will win her the White House. This lady says I can use her name. Her name is Debbie. Okay, so let's just be honest about where I have stood on this because. You know, I I love being right, but hate being wrong. I previously did not think Michelle Obama was even in the cards to run because she didn't have a presidential campaign set up. She wasn't quietly building one the way Gavin Newsom was. Well, she's very quietly building one now, starting to build one. And remember... So many of Barack Obama's people, so much of what he had in place is still in place. I may have been wrong about that. And she's starting to give a lot more public interviews now and make public statements. I'm scared about the country. I'm worried about our leadership. I'm petrified Donald Trump might be elected again. I'm scared of this. I'm scared of that. So what if she gets in and how would she get in? 
Let's talk about that next. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 